0: Welcome back to episode number 28 of The NP Dude. This is Jeff The NP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice, and that is all of our voices. So keep those comments and questions rolling in. Um, I just posted yesterday asking you guys to start sharing. I saw one share so far, so that's cool. Um, keep them keep them going, though. Keep sharing the show uh, because every time you share it, all the people in your list see that you've shared it. And there's other nurses out there that maybe don't know about You know, the the Facebook forums uh, And aren't familiar with podcasts And so maybe we can just get the word out there And spread this out as far as we can And uh, I made an error yesterday in in my podcast It was actually two days ago I did the podcast And uh, I was driving in, in Cleveland at the time and uh i said let's get it up to 400 likes i already have 400 so i'm just that was kind a of fo- a faux pas when i went back and listened to the show myself i was like oh yeah it was 500 so let's try to get 500 and we're close it was like five uh 424 i think this morning i don't know somewhere there so we got like four and a quarter so we're we're really close i think you know by the end of the week we can we might be able to hit 500 that's like 100 in a week that's pretty impressive so guys keep spreading it you guys are doing great um the show I want to do today is is kind of an interesting one and in, in in that I, I used to be a really big political junkie. I just used to love watching I watched CNN and Fox and watched them argue back and forth about what, you know, their different viewpoints and it just it was like great drama for me. And so I used to really do that. I haven't really watched the news in I don't know, 4 months, 5 months, I don't know. Since since like post election just to see what everybody's whining about on TV and uh, what the big topics are. But there's nothing that's really exploding in the news right now, so I'm not really worried about it, right? Well, there was one thing yesterday. I just happened to have the news on before I was going to the office. And it was um, all about the new... and the, it was, It's the proposed bill that's being put out there by the Republicans for the replacement of Obamacare. And I thought, man, that's kind of cool. Let's, let's at least see what this could affect me, right? I mean, it could affect all of us. So we might want to be at least not that we have much say in it. <laughs> you can write your congressman all you want. That's not going to change anything. Um, not, not at this level, not at federal, but here's the deal. It's still going to impact you. So knowing what's coming down the pike and being ahead of the curve is always important. I think, I think knowledge is power. So the more knowledge you have about something, you can at least position yourself early to be ready for, um, maybe the negative impacts of taking away of certain parts of the programs, or whether they're expanding certain things and, and and I say that you know okay Republicans you know, they don't want to expand right Well I think that's a crap. they all do <laughs> they're all the same. R's and D's are the same thing they just change social issues but they both want big government regardless of what they say. So um, I used to be a, a staunch conservative and I'm not that much anymore. I'm kind of in, in the middle and I uh, don't like any of them. so uh, you know you could call me maybe a libertarian but I don't even vote that because I, I just don't I vote the person anymore. But the, the big thing for me is, what's, what's this, this law really doing to us? Or what's the proposed law going to do to us? And um, they changed the name of it, right? And, and I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but I think it's like the American Health Care Act. I mean, it's just real bland. It was it wasn't didn't say anything, right? But I, you've listened, if you've listened in the past to me and you listen to my show about my, what I think the future of health care is... Go back and listen to that one because you'll get a little bit of a perspective of, you know, wh- why I think the way I think. But, you know, when, when they name a law or a bill, it usually is counterintuitive. So they say, it you know, the Affordable Care Act was never intended to be affordable. It just wasn't. They knew it was going to be expensive and it was going to be miserable and painful and we would beg them for single payer. And this is an extension of that. I, I'm not seeing anything in the law that is that's earth-shattering that you would repeal and replace. So they're going to repeal it, but they're repealing it in name only. The replacement part is going to be very similar. Rand Paul hit it right, man. It's Obamacare Lite. It's pretty much the same thing. It's not much different. So when you see Democrats on CNN freaking out and just bashing all of this law, it's like you guys are bashing the law you just loved two, you know, 3 months ago. So the differences here that I see, they do want to get rid of the mandates, which I always thought were unconstitutional, and Roberts blew it in the case that he did, and um, and that's, you know, that's in the past, so it is the law of the land, but the mandates were two different mandates. There was a mandate for individuals that you had to buy insurance if you didn't buy a health insurance policy that was a, quote, qualified insurance plan then you were forced to pay a penalty slash tax and that was the debate in the in the lawsuit in the case, the constitutional case. Was is it a tax, is it a is it a penalty? Because by law, penalties are not lawful to be taxes. You can't make a penalty a tax. Now, here's this, this gets sticky because if you don't pay your taxes, you pay penalties on top of it. But that's a different animal. This is like, just for your sheer existence as a human being, you shouldn't have to pay a penalty as a tax. And that's the, the, the stance that they took. And I don't want to geek out on that too much. But what they did instead was they got rid of this individual mandate. So we're not going to mandate that you have insurance as, an, as a human being anymore. But what they did do is they said, if you lose your insurance and you don't get insurance for a while, now you pay a tax. <laughs> so it's the same thing, potatoes, potatoes. It doesn't matter, it's getting you the same way. They're forcing you to buy insurance one way or another is is the key and it doesn't really matter. It's the same thing, potato, potato. And then the other thing that they did was they did uh, the employer mandate which was I think probably more of an issue because when you have 50 people you are forced to uh, provide a qualified health insurance plan to your employees so those people that have 45 to you know 50 employees were like I'm not gonna grow any more than that I'm not going to expand because if I expand I got to pay a ton more money because we have a, a base simple plan that's effective and it's you know it suits the needs of my employees if I go and go over that threshold I got to pay a ton more money in health insurance premiums to be a qualified, quote, qualified plan. And the qualified plans are like the cradle to grave, you know, everything, everything. And, and most people don't need everything. So that that was the other thing with the other mandate. And then and then the other big picture thing that I saw in there that was like, oh, okay, well, that's that's different, but it's not really that much different. It sounds different, but gets you at the same, same place either way. And it was how they um, are going to uh, subsidize the um, the health insurance. So, right now, what they're going to say is, well, we're going to roll back the number of people that were paying for their insurance based upon the amount of income that they make. So, if you made, you know, t- what is it, one and a half times the poverty level, then you were qualified to get some kind of subsidy to pay for your health insurance because we're mandating that you have to buy health insurance. Well, we have to help the- those that are less fortunate. Got it. Okay, that's that's a good policy, right? But what they ended up doing was they're, they're proposing to switch it to number of people in your household, not household income, which kind of makes sense, right? Because that's tied more to the number of people getting insurance. So if you have 12 kids in your family and your household income is $26,000, you know, I don't know. I mean, now you got 12 kids, so your insurance policy, you're going to be able to get more coverage. So I think that's actually more liberal than what was previously in the law. Hence the, the Obamacare light from Rand Paul. So that's one thing. And then the other thing what they're going to do is they're going to base it um, instead of giving them or basically just subsidizing outright their insurance, they're going to do it as a tax break. So you're getting it on the back end. So you get a, you get a deduction. So if you make $20,000, you're not going to pay any tax anyways, and you get an extra deduction <laughs> that you get to claim. So you're going to get more back on your tax refund. Of anywhere between I think it said two to fourteen thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, right? And it's going to be based on the number of people. So does that sound like a Republican type theory? No, and so that's why you might be seeing if you are watching the news, you are seeing a, a decent amount of Republicans saying, "You yeah, know, we don't want this. This isn't what we bought, we signed up for." But they're not the ones writing it, so their neck isn't stretched over the chopping block. So, you know, how do you do it? It's a, and it was never it was never designed to work. It was always designed to push us to single payer, and they're doing it still. And the reason that we've gone seven years without hearing a plan for replacement was because they didn't want to tell people that we really don't want to replace it. We're going to keep the same thing. And that wasn't politically appropriate. So Republicans were saying, we're not going to repeal this. we'll, we'll repeal it. Sure, we'll repeal it. We're going to replace it. Well, what are you going to replace it with? I don't know. We don't know yet. We're working on that. Well you had seven years to work on it. It shouldn't be that difficult. And yet here we are, you know, with with something that looks very akin to the same law we already have. What's my point in this? It doesn't matter as far as which law you call it, it's still gonna push us to a single payer system down, you know, five years down the line. It's still gonna be expensive. And what they're doing, they're doing accounting tricks in this one. I, it was, t- I was listening to one of the talking heads and was a financial guru and said that what they did was they took all the tax breaks that they're saying they're doing in this law. They uh, they're doing tax breaks. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna stop the tax on the very rich at its 3.6 percent or whatever it was, was some big number, and they they're not stopping it. They're just delaying it, which was what Obamacare already did twice. It went from you know 2014 to 2018 to 2020. Now they're pushing it out to 2025. But they still, because it's within a 10-year accounting period, get to use that in their numbers on the books. So it shows that you know they're being fiscally responsible because the numbers aren't getting jacked up. But in reality, they just keep pushing it out. What do you think they're going to do in five years from now? They're going to push it out again. So those rich people are never going to pay those taxes. And I'm not a fan of taxes in general. And so rich people, poor people, I don't want anybody to pay taxes. I think it's all a waste. Anytime we give the government our money, they're going to screw it up. That's just my personal philosophy. Now th- th- there are some good things that they do, but not many. And they're overblown, overbloated, too much money getting dumped into these programs because it gets lost in the administration. So you know, I bet if you actually did an accounting, you'd probably find that you know, 25 percent of the money that actually goes to an to an agency gets spent on its intended purpose. I mean, if it was a if it was a nonprofit organization like the Red Cross, they would they'd be no one would give them any money. So that's the only reason the government can get away with this, because they've got a gun to your head saying, give me your money, <laughs> or you go to jail, or pay penalties or fine." So those were some of the things I saw on this law, and I, and I thought it was just interesting because it's like, they're really selling this thing. And the Republicans that are diehard conservatives are like, yeah, this is way better than Obamacare. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's the same thing. And then you got the Democrats on the other side saying, this is so bad and evil. And I'm like, dude, it's the same thing you just liked. (laughs) So, So it's not that it's not a Republican or Democrat issue. It's a, you know, is it really that much different? And I don't think it is, but it's a neat thing to be aware of because when you get into the nitty gritty of it, you know what's it going to do to you know FQHCs that are out there as far as funding, if there are any grants going to those those uh, uh, organizations. What about the nonprofit hospitals that are doing these community assessments and have now dental clinics and things that are that are getting grant money? Uh, is that money going to go away? And those are providing a decent service, um, you know, and it may impact you, It may impact the resources in your community. So being aware of what's happening, do you have any control over it No. I mean, you really don't. You can say you do, you can call your congressman, you can call your senator's office, and let me know how that works out for you. Because I used to be the guy that did that, and to be honest with you, it never matters. It never matters, it never matters, it never matters. And we could talk about that another day of why it doesn't matter at the federal level and how you know in 1914 our government we, we got hijacked and it, it, there's there's a lot of history to it and it's fun to learn and it's neat to learn but anything federal it's it's, it's, it's a lost cause you can't control it you can you whether it's an R O D or even an independent it doesn't matter they're they're gonna all screw you cynical day right cynical it's cynical Wednesday. <laughs> But I, I just like that. It was a uh, interesting read, um, and I listened to a couple of the different pundits talking on both channels, and just to see what their flavor was. And it was like one was like it was, like, hey, everything's great, and the other one's like, oh, it's doom, and and you know, just laugh, you just laugh. It's entertaining so I won't use the news again for at least a month I don't want to listen to it but if anybody has any more insight of like what this affects and, and uh, if you've read through the law the proposed bill I didn't read the bill I just read the short pieces on it because to be honest with you it's going to change again anyways because there's too much there's too much whining from the conservative side that they're not going to be able to push it through it's just they're they're going to balk on it and uh, they they're making too much of a stink on it so they're going to have to make some more concessions it's not done yet and it's not going to get approved this way so i don't think it's worth the energy to read, you know, a 1000 pages of of horribly written document because they do it as an omnibus and they they got other things i bet there's you know there's probably laws in built into there too that are about, you know, saving bears in wyoming or something you know who knows so we'll see what we'll see what we get. But if you guys have read through it, if you've seen any things, any issues with this, this is one that would be a good repeating topic that we just kind of keep track of. And uh, comments, you know, put one, put a thread going on my Facebook page. You guys are welcome to do that and start start a start a comment. Say hey, what do you guys think about this? Or hey, I found out about this portion of it, and this is what they're saying. And let's get dialogue on it because this will affect us in one way or another. Uh, and it's just a matter of how and to what extent. I don't think it's going to be that much of a change right off the bat, to be honest with you. I just don't. You know, the other thing when they were talking about was opening up uh, insurance across state lines. And and I'm on the the fence on that one, right? I'm a free market guy. I think everybody should be able to do what they want with whoever they want to do it with. And um, I think that would streamline the insurance industry. But I don't think that cost savings is going to pass through to us. I think the insurance companies will make more money. I just whenever a dollar amount's out there and people are already paying it, usually it doesn't go down. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't go down. It just means there's going to be more profits for those big insurance companies. And those guys, guess what? They have lobbyists that go to Washington to lobby for these laws. So it's it's all very nefarious. It's all backdoor deals and shit that's getting done that we can't even imagine the type of backdoor deals that are getting done. it it would make a great show, oh, wait, yeah, they did that, right, what was that, House of Cards, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that, (laughs) I don't think it's that bad, I don't think the President of the United States pushed people in front of trains, but maybe, I don't know, right, anyways, that's a nice short show, if you guys have comments, questions, concerns, I'm always, always looking for other things to talk about, this is just me being me, having fun, and, um, You know, if you guys get some enjoyment out of it, tell your friends. Just say, listen to this crazy guy. He's sitting in his car driving, and the sun's blaring in his eyes, and he can't see. And so what's he going to do? He's going to pull out a recorder and talk for 15 to 20 minutes, or 25. So tell your friends. You can always email me, jeff at com. You can always, always get me on Facebook. I do messenger. I got, like, three messages last night um, within about 15, 20 minutes, and I was... um, I kind of fired rapid-fire back responses back to people, and uh, a couple emails came in last night. And so things are rolling. You guys are really doing a great job spending the news, and uh, I just want to thank you guys for that. So we'll talk soon. Have a great day.